This is your city. This is your city wants to know. We want to know the background, the heartbeat of what makes up our beautiful cities. We dig into the backstories from the struggles to the successes of our local entrepreneurs, small business owners, artists, not-for-profit organizations, and the many, many people who make up the intricate tapestry of our communities. Real people, real stories, by you and for you. But wait, that's not it. I love giving my opinion. Just ask anyone who knows me. We can't get enough of the honest, gritty feedback of places that we spend our hard-earned money. I'll give you the good, the bad, and the ugly of the places I eat, sleep, and visit. Disclaimer, my opinion, my opinion only. All right, so come on, let's get to it. Hello, and thank you once again for joining in to listen to This Is Your City. As always, this is Kim Wardell, your host. And I'm really excited about tonight. Most of you, my listeners, you know that I love competitive sports. I love American football. I love basketball. Go Raptors. And just so that I'm getting hate mail, mail, I won't talk about the NFL. But <laughs> tonight, I have, I'm really excited because I'm sitting down with Eddie Jones. And Eddie is the account executive for the Hamilton Honey Badgers. Now, Eddie, I'm going to let you do all of the talking and let us know what this is all about because I'm excited about it. The Honey Badgers, Canadian professional basketball, part of the Canadian elite basketball league. But I do have some friends who are pretty good into basketball. They know the stats. They know all kinds of stuff I, I don't know. And it seems that the Honey Badgers are just starting to get their name out there. But they're very, very new. So, Eddie, I'm going to give you the floor, and you're going to tell us all about why we should be excited about the Hamilton Honey Badgers. Thank you yeah. for joining us, by the no, way. No, yeah, thank you for having me on. It's great. Uh, I think, you know, for us, this is the exact way we like to try and get out of the community and, and kind of establish that brand. Like you said, we are a new team, and the league is a new league, and, you know, we're taking those steps forward to to kind of get that brand awareness out there. You look at, at Hamilton and how great of a sports city it is, and, the following that the Tiger Cats have and, and that the Bulldogs have even being a relatively new addition to the Ontario Hockey League and the support that they have. And, and we lean on the community to be a big part of what we're doing. You know, when we set out and, and you look at the way we set up our games, it is about basketball and it is about having high quality basketball, having that Canadian presence, but it is also about entertainment and we play at a very demanding time of the year for people. We play during the summer. There's a lot of things going on. So not only do we want to provide that high quality basketball, we want to provide entertainment and ways for people to come out and not only just enjoy uh, the, the sport that we have going on, but the entertainment that we have. So we'll have you know music on the concourse. We'll have different ways to interact with fans. We have great halftime performances as well. So it's not only about just the basketball. It's about integrating with the community, providing people with that entertainment option that, you know, if if your husband's a great, you know, a, a basketball fan and really, really loves basketball and wants to bring the family out, everybody can enjoy it. Not, you know, even if everybody's not a basketball fan. So it is, it is about kind of providing that entertainment option during the summer, along with, of course, great basketball. Of course. And they're the elite they're the elite Canadian basketball league. So that name right there just tells us how great they are. But how did Hamilton win this bid to have an elite team here? 
Yeah, it, so it all started with uh, Richard Peck, who was the owner uh, of all the teams, and then Mike Mirali, who is the CEO. So Mike has ties with Hamilton, obviously playing for the Ticats in the past. And uh, they brought their to, or, uh, Richard brought his team over from the NBL, the River Lions, were the initial team in our league. They originally were part of the NBL. And uh, they were, I guess you could say, disappointed with the way things were going in the NBL and the direction it was going. And they took the River Lions, brought it into over here, created the CEBL. And then we looked at different markets. And obviously, I, I'm not a, I wasn't a part of obviously building it. But Hamilton, like I had mentioned before, such a great sports city. It's kind of a, a no-brainer. Uh, mm. to bring them into the fold and, and have the Honey Badgers as, as part of the league. And obviously, you, know, you look at the great cities we have in other areas as well, in Guelph and Niagara, like I mentioned, and now Ottawa coming in. You know, We're making sure that the, the teams that do come in and join this league are obviously teams that where it's, it's going to work out and where basketball is big in that community and where sports are big in that community as well. Right. So you mentioned Ottawa. You mentioned a few different places. So... I know this is new. If I'm correct, the league was announced in 2018, right? Yeah, 2019 was our first inaugural season. And uh, yeah, it was announced uh, just prior to that. So So how many teams in the league and where are they? So we have seven teams in the league right now. We've got four in Ontario. So obviously we have the Hamilton Honey Badgers and the Niagara River Lions, like I just mentioned. Uh, Ottawa just came in for this year. So this year was their first season. And then Guelph rounds out the four Ontario teams that we have. And then out west, we have the Saskatchewan Rattlers, uh, the Fraser Valley Bandits out in BC, and the Edmonton Stingers in Alberta as well. So those are the the seven teams we have right now. Uh, but I'm, I'm sure, you know, there's been reports out there and, and Mike's been not been shy to back away from the fact that the league is is obviously looking to expand and, and add to to those seven great teams that we already have. But that's pretty good for starting off, and their first season was last year, not even a year because it was mm-hmm. last year. So having seven teams in in less than a year is quite quite an accomplishment, and to bring that to Hamilton is really exciting. Exactly, yeah, and it's exciting for us. I mean, we, like I had mentioned before, I mean, you look at the just the sports environment in this city. You know, even with we came in at the same time that Forge came in in the Canadian Premier League, which is also new. And you look at the support that they got and that we got right off the bat. And and it just, it kind of looks like a no brainer to bring more professional sports to the city just because of of how much support that all the teams already get and and how well they integrate with the surrounding community. I mean, Hamilton, steel town, right? We, we love our sports. We love our sports, but you mentioned NBL. So just for those out there who are kind of maybe just, don't understand the difference between the CEBL and the NBL. Can you kind of give us that information? Yeah, there, there's some clear structural differences. And in, 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 I guess obviously the big one is we play May to August. So we play during the summer. The NBL operates from November till April. So their season operates at the same time as the NBA, the NBA G League, and then other professional sports like the NHL and, and, and so on. So they have a little bit of a longer season that goes throughout that traditional sports uh, like a schedule that you normally see from some of the big leagues where we operate during the summer. We both operate off of FIBA rules, but the NBL has a few exceptions that they've changed around for that league as well. And I, and I think the big difference for us is we really are focusing on that development of Canadian talent. Seven out of 10 of our players on our roster have to be Canadian. 
throughout our, our summer series uh, that just ended earlier in, in this month. We had over 80% of our players were Canadian. So there is a big focus on that development, and that development also goes with our partnership with Canada Basketball. We're the first professional league to have that partnership with Canada Basketball, which really helps kind of develop that talent. And as well as, as the U Sports draft we have as well, where we're integrating those different universities around Canada to get those players that first professional experience. For, for a lot of these guys, they're coming right out of that university environment and getting a taste of that professional experience that normally the first experience they'd have is overseas, which is a, for some of these guys, you know, they're younger than I am. They're, you know, 20, 21, 22 coming out of university and you've got to go overseas to play. And now they have that kind of platform where they can play in front of their families. There's a big focus on growing Canadian talent. And, and obviously that goes hand in hand with the NBA, uh, NBL as well, where they also have some requirements on the amount of Canadian players that you have to play as well. But now you have that kind of all year round where players from Canada can play in Canada. They can play in the CBL in the summer. They can play in the NBL in the winter if they want. We do have, we do have players who have played in the NBL who play in the CEBL as well. So there, there definitely is uh, some differences to the leagues as well. I love that. They can play in the summer and they can play with the NBL in, in the other, on the off season for you guys. But one thing I really, what you just touched on, I love the fact that we have some really good universities in this country with some really good basketball players. I mean, right here in Hamilton, we have the Marauders, the McMaster Marauders, you know, and I had Ed Groeschel, I don't he's the assistant coach for the women's basketball for the Marauders. I had him on. I mean, Hamilton is making some big waves in the basketball industry. I mean, they just made history. They're, you know, national champions. But some good basketball players coming out of university. And like you said, they have to go overseas to make a living, to to use those talents. So exciting that Canada is now saying, look, we have a place for you here. Yeah, and 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 that that's really important to us as well. Is it, it is a lot about the development and showcase of Canadian talent. You know, that's why we have the seventy percent requirement on our rosters to be Canadian. And the U Sports draft is so important because, like we we mentioned, they this is their first taste of of pro basketball. And not only do they get to do that at home, they get to be around guys who are at later points in their career, who've gone through it, who've done it. Right. And and even though these guys maybe don't play as much, it's that experience of being around a professional environment, being around guys who've been there and done that, guys who've been in similar situations to them who might have come out of youth sports programs uh, themselves and then had to go play overseas. And now for, for even for some of these guys who are the veterans or some of the older guys, this is maybe their first experience being able to come back and, and play in front of their family and their friends as well. And they get to share that with some of these younger guys and mentor that mentor them through that, which is really important. I mean, we had Connor Gilmore from Mac last year who played on our team. We had Locke Lamb from Ryerson who played for us this year. We also drafted Cadre Gray out of, uh, out of prevention in Sudbury. So getting these guys from all, from all over the place, from all over Ontario. And obviously the West teams are pulling from their local U sports programs as well. Um, yeah. And not even, not even just players, but coaches as well. And, and, you know, accelerating their development, getting Canadian coaches and U sports coaches, that first professional experience as well is, is very important, not just for the league, but for Canadian basketball as a whole. Mm. I didn't realize that you had to have seven out of 10. That's amazing. I love that. It's just another bonus for me. Check it off the list of <laughs> things because 
I'm I'm just so pro Canada, so <laughs> I really am. And you have to have seven out of ten. That's pretty exciting. But I want to get in so the the Honey Badgers made the playoffs. Yep. They defeated the Niagara River Lions, right? So they're in third position. Am I correct going into the? Yeah. So I so the summer series is actually over. It uh, it right. concluded concluded on August 9th. So yeah, we we ended up beating the River Lions to make it to the semifinals. Close game. Uh, the summer series this year was just an amazing event. The the effort that went behind it to put everything together to, you know, almost you know a couple of weeks to a month to really put everything together. The work that was behind <laughs> it was was insane. Just to see to see everything come together and and you know the real cool thing about about this tournament is um, we had Elam ending, which was introduced, which is uh, created by Dr. Nick Elam, which is an an interesting kind of adjustment to the ending of, of traditional basketball games where normally you have, you know, the final two minutes of a regular basketball game is, is kind of extended to about 10 minutes because of timeouts and stoppages and, and fouls and whatnot. So what Elam ending does is after the four minute mark, whatever the first stoppage is, they take the leading score and they add nine to it. And then that's the target score and whoever gets to nine or whoever gets to that target score first is the winner. So they introduced that this year. So in our game against Niagara, it literally came down to the last shot where whoever ended up getting that last shot was the winner. And, and luckily for us, it was uh, Briante Weber for us who ended up getting that winning shot and sending us to uh, the semifinals against Fraser Valley. It just kind of speaks to the excitement that that this tournament brought this year. And being the first uh, professional Canadian league back was, was something that was really exciting for us as well. That would have been crazy. I wish I had been there to see that. It comes down to the last shot. At shot. And you said Weber. He's uh, one of the only – there's only two that are not from Canada, and he's one of them, right? Yeah, he was one of our, our two American players to come in uh, and, and play this year. And, uh, and you know, he was just uh, an exceptional player for us to come in. Him and Derek uh, Cook Jr. were our two Americans that came in. And uh, he uh, – actually, just uh, I think just this morning or just last night, the fans voted on uh, clutch player of the tournament – uh, and Briante Weber won that because he got three of our uh, three of our Elam ending winning shots to get us to where we got to. So yeah, he he was a big part of our team this year. That's awesome. So what does it look like going into the twenty twenty one season? In terms of players? Yeah, like well, so we 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 secured third. So going into the twenty twenty one, how does it work? Does it you just start all over again like normal normal basketball, right? Like. Yeah, it's it's a bit of a, a, yeah, it's a bit of a different process compared to I guess you could say the the four major traditional sports where players sign eight years you know six eight year contracts and they're there uh, until they get, basically get traded their contracts up. So all these players that they have the option to come back if they if they want. I believe we also have kind of that first right of refusal to to sign the players that we want to have come back. Uh, but it, it's it's just like 2019 was a completely different team to our 2020 Summer Series team. And, and I think the big reason behind that is is this league is picking up momentum. More players are beginning to get interested in coming out and playing. And you're starting to get some higher quality players who are interested in coming out. And, and that comes with time. I mean, you know, the first year is kind of a feeling out year where guys are trying to see what it's like and, you know, great like a basketball, you've got players who played during that inaugural year who go back and they have nothing but good things to say. And then you get more guys who are interested in coming out in 2020. We'll have more guys who are interested in 2021 and maybe guys who were interested in 2020, but because of everything going on, it just wasn't the right, right. time. 
it, it's it, you know we there, there's a lot of guys who wanted to come out and guys who would love to play but there's other things going on with everything going on in the world right now. It's, it's a tough commitment to make to come out and play and spend a couple weeks uh, in Canada for the tournament. So 2021, hopefully with fans, that's where you're going to get a lot of these guys who wanted to come out, who'd love to come out guys who are watching summer series where you're going to get, you know, there's great basketball this summer, but you're going to have a lot of guys coming out who would have loved to be there this summer that are going to be there in 2021. So good, good things moving forward into 2021 yes. and hopefully, hopefully with fans. That's the, that's the plan that's going the for plan. next year. <laughs> but who do we look out for? What do you think about like, is John Victor still be on the team? We, we hope so. I mean, we were very, very proud of him for, for signing his first professional contract uh, in the Netherlands, he's going to be playing there in, in the fall. Uh, Khalif Young just signed for Turkey. Uh, so all these guys will be playing during the fall, and we hope you know, that they want to come back and that they can come back for, for 2021. Uh, but we, we we don't even get into those discussions, especially me. I, I don't get involved in, in those discussions until closer to 2021. But I, I have full confidence in Ryan Schmidt and Jermaine Anderson and, and John Lashway and, and putting together a winning team, putting together a, a team that ends up you know having – playing some exciting basketball and, and playing the right way. The reason I mentioned him is because he's from Hamilton. Yep. He's Hamilton's own. And so that's <laughs> pretty exciting that we have a new team and one of them is one of our very own. So I hope that he decides to come back home next year. We can, we can only wait and see, I guess. We hope so. He was, he was a great player for us during the tournament and, and the development that he had, I think was, was so important for his game, the way he kind of started off and, and the way he finished was completely different player. And, and like I said, he was rewarded with that with his with his first professional contract this fall. So we're we're hoping that that he can come back and, and be a big player for us next year. Good things for him. That's awesome. Yeah. So this season, you just said everything has been up in the you know up in up in smoke, if we can say this COVID <laughs> down low. But how did that work? Was there like a bubble? We we hear about the bubble for all these professional sports. How did that work with the Honey Badgers? Yeah, a lot of people, a lot more talented than, than me, were, were putting this together, and Mike Morali and the entire league staff, and, and, and all the work that went into it with Niagara Regional Health and everything to make sure that everything was done the right way and done safely, getting the players in. Uh, they had a couple hotels that were strictly set up for players and for staff. Uh, practices were held at the, the YMCA in St. Catharines. Uh, you know, I have full staff there sanitizing, making sure everything's go, schedules going for that, uh, schedules at Meridian Center practices. Everything was just run perfectly, which is amazing when you look at the turnaround time that they had. It, a lot of work went into to getting this done, and CBC being uh, our broadcast sponsor broadcast partner for, for this uh, summer series too was just excellent. So the way everything was put together is it was amazing to see. And it was it was so great for us to. You know, a proud moment for us and for the league, and I and, and I, I don't want to speak for everybody, but I'm sure they feel the same uh, across the league. That being the first Canadian professional league back with everything going on, well, it was a great feeling for us to provide people with a little bit of relief and and bring some entertainment back into their lives. Definitely, and I was that was a point I was going to hit on too, just how quickly all of this came together and how well this all came together. Like kudos to absolutely everybody. The team, every, I mean, there's so many people involved in a team. You know, you get the bigger players, you got the, the coaches and the presidents, and you, but you have a lot of people that nobody really sees or hears about. And everybody came together and made this happen, you know. And so kudos to everybody, kudos to Hamilton, kudos to all of the surrounding areas. 
it was just brilliant. It was brilliant how quickly this came together. And of course, we can't go and mention this whole honey badgers without mentioning some of the people who do bring it and hold it all together, like the president of the team, who is, he was a former Raptors executive, right? John Lachey, uh, Lachey sorry. Yep. And uh, yeah, so he's the now, he's the team president of the Honey Badgers. So he's, he knows basketball. <laughs> yeah, he took 22 years in, in the NBA. He, he definitely knows basketball. A lot of time with the, the Portland Tra- Trailblazers, obviously was with the Raptors from the beginning. Spent 10 years in the NHL with the Toronto Maple Leafs and MLSE. So uh, if you want any guy in your corner and kind of pointed the direction of the team. It's John, what he, what he's done, you know, not only for, for us as a staff with the, the Hamilton Honey Badgers, but, you know, his presence during this tournament and, and putting everything together and, and working with the league. Uh, you, that kind of experience at a time like this, especially, is invaluable. So everything everything that John's done, not only just this year, but, uh, you know, since uh, inception of the Hamilton Honey Badgers has, has been excellent, and, and you've seen it with the growth of the league and the growth of the team in, in the area and, and obviously our plans for, for 2021, John's been a big part of that. Well, not just John, but we have a lot of clout on these, this, this league, the honey badgers. We have a lot of clout. We have the head coach, which is Ryan Schmidt. He also worked with the Raptors, right? He, the past yeah. seasons, nine Oh five, he worked with that, with the Raptors. He had multiple players promoted to the Raptors, right? Yep. Yeah. A couple of them we know, Chris Boucher. I mean, everybody knows that name. <laughs> but you know, we have a lot of cloud on the Honey Badgers. People know what they're doing. Yeah. Not only uh, obviously Ryan with the assistant coach with the the Raptors nine hundred five and and how excellent that program's been and 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 with the players that they've promoted to that Raptors team that ended right. up winning the NBA championship. So he's <laughs> definitely a big part of that. And and Jermaine Anderson. Uh, with you know, our general manager and and his his experience with the Canadian basketball program and and you know all the experience he brings and all the the relationships he brings to the table for the team and trying to recruit players but he's just an excellent guy and and both of them are excellent guys to be around they they both have the same values I had a chance to to chat with both of them for a couple features that we did on the website just talking about you know their thought process and building the team and they're both on the same page and it's always great when you have the head coach and and the general manager on the same page with what players they want to bring in the type of guys, the character of the guys that they're bringing into the organization. So, so they're great too. And we had Joel Anthony as well, who's a two-time NBA championship, who was a, who was our uh, player consultant this year. So we definitely had some, some heavy hitters in there and, you know, both Jermaine and Ryan and obviously John will, will be back next year. So we're hoping to build on that and, and have a full season to kind of work this out. I can't imagine you know, how tough is, was as, as great a coach as Ryan is and a great general manager as Jermaine is, you know, they mentioned to me when we chatted, like having two weeks to put everything together doesn't compare to, to having, you know, a couple months across the season where if there's some issues, you can work it out and, and you can kind of work out and identify how your team plays and how other team plays. And, and I, I can only imagine what they're going to bring to the table next year when they've got that time to prepare and, and, and practice and get everything going on a, on a regular schedule, mm-hmm. <laughs> not, not a condensed one. That's just crazy. But with that, we have we're equipped with those guys. We're we're completely equipped to bring the championship right here in Hamilton. I mean, that's, that's the plan. <laughs> we need yes, that's the plan. And so we need you, Hamilton, <laughs> to get out there and support our team. But you know, I wanted to um, talk about Hamilton. How because it is relatively well, not relatively. It's very new. Only a few weeks, like you just mentioned, which just blows my mind. 
How has Hamilton been accepting the honey badgers so far? It's been great. I think, you know, you talk to anybody who's come out to the games, they've enjoyed it. They've loved it. The entertainment has been great. The basketball is, is high level. Uh, so anybody you talk to who's heard of us, they've, they've been to games, they've loved it. It's just getting that awareness out there because it's better to have, you know, people either love it or have not heard of you than to have people love it or hate it. And I think right now we've had people, everybody who's been has loved it. And, and there's still people who haven't heard of us, which is, which is acceptable in a big city for a new team. There's a lot of other entertainment options going on and that's on us and our staff to, to get out there and spread the word and get that awareness going. And, you know, this summer series was, was a big part of that. And we've, we've heard that response from the community. Our deposit drive has, has been a big success for us as, as a team this year. So we're hoping that that continues into 2021, but yeah, we're, we're, we're very happy with how the response has gone in the community. And we're obviously disappointed that we couldn't have, you know, some of our most dedicated fans out there uh, this year, but we, you know, we had some people who were, basically tailgating outside of Meridian Center for it. for the summer series because they couldn't watch the team. So we've got some dedicated fans here in Hamilton, which doesn't surprise me. That's awesome. I mean, listen, Canadian basketball, we're making some noise. We just won NBA, right? Raptors 2019. We had the women's uh, McMaster Marauders, like I mentioned, making history, national champions. We've got the Honey Badgers here in Hamilton now. So sports fans are going to love this. I mean, it takes more than two months for a city the size of this to get to know their team. So by the time the next year happens and everybody's ready and able to get out, because, you know, we know it's going to be different next year. We're going to be able to get out and go. <laughs> things. So I think you're, you're doing an awesome job. You're doing an amazing job getting it out there, Eddie. And this time next year, we're just going to, we're going to be blowing the roof off with those honey badgers, getting it out there. Schools will start to, you know, school's going to be in. It's going to be different. We're going to have the kids who just love basketball. They're going to have new heroes in their hometown. So it's all going to work out. It's all going to work out. We're going to get it out there. Whatever I can do, whatever this is your city can do, we're going to get it out there. Yeah, we hope so. We, we hope uh, 2021 is going to be what we hope for this year. And we had some great things planned, different entertainment options, obviously some great basketball on the way as well. Uh, but we, you know, we had things like a school day game planned and, and different things that we were hoping to, to run and get that out there. But you now we're, we're ready for 2021 and, and those things we can, we can have ready to go. And, and we had, uh, you know, a part of our uh, partnership with Canada basketball, we had uh the Northern Showcase game planned for First Ontario Centre, which which hopefully we can have down the road, which was going to be a uh, kind of a group of the CEBL All-Stars versus the Canadian men's national team. So you're going to get guys like Jamal Murray, uh, Andrew Wiggins, Shea Alexander, who's from Hamilton. They were actually going to play for their tune-up for the Olympics, and then obviously uh, the Olympics got cancelled and, and everything went crazy. But it just speaks to to kind of the excitement and being able to bring a game like that to Hamilton would have been would have been excellent. So we're hoping we're hoping that get gets revived down the road once everything kind of gets uh, worked out with the Olympics as, as well. But big things planned for for twenty twenty one and beyond for sure. Yes, absolutely. So I don't have time to get into the FIBA, the one that governs the entire world sport. <laughs> um, like I was going to get into. So what I really want to talk about, Eddie, is the initiative that the Hamilton. Honey Badgers are taking within our own community. Not only are they great players and phenomenal athletes, but they take a great interest in our city. They wear the name on their jerseys very proud. And one, there's many examples. One example is the Empowerment Squad 
Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Yeah, in, in Empowerment Squared uh, is definitely Wait, yeah. No, no, no worries. It was it was an organization we we're actually where we you know I reached out to where we do a, a great fundraising program uh, that we'd set up this year. That unfortunately we didn't get to execute because there was no fans in the stands. But they were one of the organizations that that we were working with and looking to work with and get something like that set up for. So it is a big part, not only just getting the players out of the community, but anyway, us as a staff and us as a team can help out. Uh, our fundraising program was a big part of that. We were looking to set up a way to get underserved youth out to our games at no cost to them. That was a program that we were looking to get set up for 2020 that we'll be pushing into 2021 as well. And then obviously anytime we can get the players out in the community is great as well. You know, obviously our school day game was going to be accompanied by school uh, visits by the players. They were out at Relay to Life, Relay for Life in 2019. So any any way we can get out of the community is great. You know, we were at the couple of community skates. We were at Hometown Hockey that was in Ancaster in the winter. So we're just trying to get out and get involved. And in any way we can get you know these organizations involved and help them out is is definitely a big priority for us as a team. Absolutely. So thank you for that. I really, when the community gets to know the Honey Badgers and they get to know what they're doing, there's so many things that the Honey Badgers. The organization, the league, the team, the players are doing for our city and our community. So I can't wait for the name to get out there. I can't wait for people to know they're going to fall in love with these guys. They're going to fall in love with this team. And like I said, anything we can do, just let me know. Let Perfect. me know. We love it. Some swag like you're wearing. <laughs> I need that. Yeah, I had to. I had to put someone. I had to. I could have gone for the the business look, but we all know everybody's working from home right now. That's so I right. Had to, I had to put on some of the swag, represent the team. So absolutely, I saw your hoodie right away, and I'm like, oh, I gotta get me one of those. They're the in thing. All my kids, they're gonna be like, oh, I need a honey badger. <laughs> well, it is. It's it's one of the. You know, I might be a bit biased, but it's one of the best for our logos in professional sports. So we. We've been told <laughs> that before. We love it. So it's uh, yeah, it's great. We love for, so, we love for people to put it on. For those who don't know anything about the honey badger, the animal, tell us about that really quickly. What's the honey badger? Why the honey badgers? <laughs> yeah, so it, it's it's always one that kind of catches the ear, right? Especially people who haven't heard us. Uh, it, it's an it's an interesting name, but there's a there is a story behind it. Uh, you know, we we have uh, a kind of a write up on our website that that goes over it, but it's just being you know one of the the world's most fearless animals. Uh, it kind of befits the city of Hamilton where, you know, like you said, steel city strength are built from the people. So it, it's just kind of a strong, tough, kind of intelligent animal. And we're, we're trying to kind of embody that uh, in the team and in what we kind of provide for, for the city as well. So it, it's, uh, it, it's an exciting one. It's a, it's uh it's definitely one, like I said, that catches the eye. We've got the, uh, the uh, scotch stripes on the shorts and, and the logo with the pinstripes. So it is, it's definitely one that, uh, that catches the eye for sure. And one thing I think some people can do when they, they go to the Honey Badgers games, because I mean, we have the Hamilton Tiger Cats with the black and the yellow and the white. So I'm sure we're going to see some Tiger Cats gear at the Honey Badgers games. And I get, and I'm sure we're going to see some Honey Tiger or Honey Badgers at the Tiger Cat games just because of the yellow, black and whites. I love that. For sure. Hey, Bulldogs are in that group too. So I'm, and the sure, Bulldogs. We'll, I'm yeah. sure we'll see that we all, we all play around the, around the same time. So I'm sure we'll yeah. see it. And, and obviously with the, with the support that the Tiger Cats have in the city, you, you can't really walk outside without seeing some Tiger Cats merch somewhere. So that's right. That's right. Well, thank you so much. So tell the folks, where can we go? Where can they get the tickets? Where, where can we learn more, get season tickets? What's going on? 
Yeah, so we are still running our uh, season ticket deposit drive right now. Um, so anybody who puts down a deposit before uh, the end of this week gets 12% off their season sick- tickets for 2021. Uh, so that's uh, a promotion that we've extended from the Summer Series Tournament. So everything ticketing related or just finding more information about the team, reading up more about our players, anything like that can all be found at honeybadgers.ca. Um, you know, we, like I said, we've, we've got a write-up about John. We've got uh, a write-up about the, the, the name of the Honey Badgers. We've got uh, the schedule from this year, the results, the player stats, where you can purchase season tickets, everything like that, all at uh, honeybadgers.ca. Thank you so much. All right, so folks, let's get out and support our new team. Hamilton, we're strong, we're proud, and we support one another. So we got a new professional elite team right here at home. So spread the word. Get your family out there. Get your kids out there. They can go meet some of their heroes because, trust me, you're going to know these names. So thank you so much. And I, for one, am going to be going to the games because, like I said, I love basketball. My husband loves basketball. So we'll be there. And I hope to see some of you there. If you need any more information, like I said, you can go to the Honey Badgers website. You can go to thisisyourcity.ca website. We'll have some information up there as well. Eddie, I just want to say thank you so much for taking time out of your day. We'll see you soon, I hope. And again, let us know if there's anything else we can do. I'm here. No problem. Anytime. Thank you. And as for you listeners, once again, I appreciate you. Words cannot say enough. Thank you for tuning in one more week. We hope to see you and hear from you next week. We have another awesome show coming up. Remember, share, like, follow, subscribe, tweet, phone someone, send a pigeon, whatever it is you have to do. Tell people that they should be listening to. This is your city. Stay safe and be blessed.